0: It looks like we're getting very close to reviving the historic non-proliferation agreement that constrained Iran's program and prevented a war in the Middle East. Uh, my name is Joe Cirincione. I'm a distinguished fellow at the Quincy Institute, and I want to talk about these issues today in six minutes with Asal Rod, a senior research fellow at NIAC, the National Iranian American Council. Asad, <laughs> Asal, what do you think? Where do you think we are right now?
1: I think it's clear that we're at a crucial stage. Um, If you listen to commentary from the Iranian side, Europeans, Russians, and even the U.S. side, uh, we are at what appears to be the final stages. But what I would emphasize at this stage is, especially from the U.S. perspective, is to not focus on arbitrary deadlines and to stay the path. The Biden administration really has an opportunity for a foreign policy win in this situation. And in the context of... You know conflicts on different fronts that we're looking at, uh, this is a very important win for that administration. So the focus should be, how do we resolve this issue diplomatically and peacefully um, more, even if it takes an extra week or an extra two weeks to figure out the details more so than creating a line that says, uh, we, we can't move past this. Uh, there's always a, a path to be able for Iran to be able to come back to its limitations in the deal and to create to recreate the oversight that was in the deal, the international community's oversight. And that should be the point that we emphasize, despite Mm. the amount of sort of detractors and uh, voices who want to sabotage the deal, who've always wanted to sabotage the deal.
0: Right. This deal was Barack Obama's biggest foreign policy victory, and it could be Joe Biden's victory if he gets it back. But I was reading the New York Times article today on it, and Jeremy Benamy, the well-respected president of J Street, says that there's going to be a concerted Republican effort to, as he puts it, play politics with American foreign policy. Do you see that as well?
1: Absolutely. And it's not surprising. It's uh, First of all, the Republicans are doing this across the board with anything the Biden administration is attempting. And so I think that's actually, you know, while it's commendable to want to have this bipartisan approach to Um, our domestic and foreign policy politics. I think it's more important for the Biden administration to focus on allies within their own party. And if they can find allies on the other side of the aisle, that's great. But we knew that the Republicans were going to be attacking this deal. They attacked this deal in 2015. But what we also know, the difference between 2015 and where we are today, is that we experienced the Republican playbook. That was maximum pressure under the Trump administration, and it failed across the board we know that and that's why you even have you know Israel is so often cited as um, a number one reason why we should not return to the deal because of you know this this constant tension between Israel and Iran and yet you have intelligence and defense officials in Israel saying that the Trump administration decision to renege the, uh, to quit the deal was a huge mistake uh, and you have commentators who are typically conservative in the United States, people like Thomas Friedman saying things like, this is one of the worst foreign policy blunders of the United States since the Iraq invasion. So there's no question- Pulling out of really, the deal. Exactly, pulling out of the deal.
0: Yeah. And so, Well, I expect this to be a fierce debate, but I, I saw Ben Rhodes' Twitter thread today, where he says it's not gonna be as tough as it was last time. Um, do you, and he lays out his reasons. I don't know if you saw that. But, what do you think? Do you think it'll be as big a fight to get this deal restored as it was to get it in the first place?
1: Well, I think there's two different factors that play into how challenging this fight will be. One is a question of the the political atmosphere in the United States. In that sense, yes, it actually may be it may be equally, if not more difficult, because we have become more polarized as a country unfortunately. Mm. But in terms of the debate of the merits of the deal itself, so outside of the sort of domestic politics that have uh, overtaken the way that we talk about everything, including things like pandemics, which have politicized something as you know simple and mundane as a mask. Right. If we're politicizing mm-hmm. that, then we can do that with everything. But in terms of the merits of the deal itself, it should be a much easier battle because of the very facts that I just laid out. We know what the alternative is. We've tried the alternative, and it didn't work. If anything, Iran has expanded its nuclear program. It certainly uh, hasn't changed the behaviors of the Iranian government in the way that the United States has wanted to see. And so when you look at it from that viewpoint, we have the alternative, whereas we didn't have that in 2015. Now we've lived through it.
0: Great point. I, you know, Steve Bannon wrote a column today. He's the... Um... A producer of The Rachel Maddow Show, and he said, exactly your point. You would think we would want to do more of what worked and less of what didn't work. But there's also a domestic part here and how this impacts Iranian Americans. Um, as somebody who's on the front lines, who's been a big advocate for this deal, how do you think this fight is going to uh, Im- impact you? What kind of criticisms are you going to come in for?
1: Well, I think the number one group of people that it will impact if sanctions are lifted is Iranians inside of Iran and most of Iranian Americans have extended family that reside there. So, you know, there's a certain relief when you know that your your family and friends and loved ones will have access to the medicines that they need, will have, um, you know, economic opportunities that they need. But as Iranian Americans, it'll also de-escalate the sort of tension that has defined so much of our identity as feeling alienated in this country because of the fact that there's this constant tension. So hopefully a peaceful resolution will help ease those tensions as well.
0: Excellent. Thank you very much, Asab. We'll pick it up next time.
1: Thank you, Joe.